0: Meeting somebody who has done an outstanding job in helping to not only keep a language alive, but in a way to resurrect it for a whole new group of people, young people, kids. Bridget George is a children's book author. And Bridget is just out, actually, with a book that she has illustrated Bridget is a member of the Kettle and Stony Point First Nation. And we had a chance to sit down and talk with Bridget on just what it takes to get a children's book written and published.
1: No, I mean, I wish it did. A lot of time, a lot of work goes into children's books. Uh, Whenever I walk people through the process, they're like, oh my God, I can't believe it takes that long for it to go from an idea to like actually being something you can hold. So let's talk
0: about you initially deciding to create books on indigenous stories how long was this kind of in your mind before you said you know i'm going to take it out of my mind i'm going to turn it into something physical
1: real um you know what it <laughs> it didn't take as much time. Um I when I was getting ready to bring my son into the world I was looking for books and specifically books that had indigenous characters and most importantly featured um the language that my people speak Anishinaabemowin and, and looking through all of the usual places you would buy books I wasn't finding any finding anything like that so um it took about a few trips to the bookstore to decide I wanted to write my own. <laughs> So
0: where do you begin from there then? If you are looking to create something that isn't already there, it's not like you can say, all right, uh, crayons, we'll just use different colors of wax. And you're creating something that isn't there, stories that are not there. So
1: how did you begin? Um, So the first thing I did was started to think about... Um, if I needed this book, what other types of families need this book and how can I make that accessible to them? So um I started to think of ways that I could make the Anishinaabe language a little bit um less intimidating because it's it is quite an intimidating language to approach when you don't speak it fluently. So um I thought about that for a really long time and came up with the idea of rhyming Anishinaabe with English words to make pronunciation a little bit easier for um families who don't have that fluency piece. And then um, I started writing, I wrote a while and I came up with uh, submission packages and I sent it to a ton of different publishers and got rejected a bunch until one finally decided to take me on.
0: That's amazing. We're talking with Bridget George. Bridget is a local London children's book author, member of the Kettle and Stony Point First Nation. And a new book has just come out as a matter of fact, and we're going to talk about that. So is is this something that you were able to do just kind of jumping in? You mentioned writing in the Anishinaabe language. Is that something that you were fluent in already or did you have to do even a little bit of learning on the way?
1: Um, I'm definitely not fluent. I, um, am still not fluent. It's something that I'm probably going to be working towards for most of my life, but I am very passionate about continuing to learn alongside my child, which is also why, um, it's a Matej is so special to me. Um, I was lucky enough to, uh, grow up in my home community where instead of learning French as a second language in school, I had the opportunity to learn Anishinaabemwin as a second language, but even then, um, Just the little bits that you're picking up in school every day don't always equate to fluency. They almost never do. Um, So the words that I use in the book are super simple, uh, uh, super simple words for uh, nature. So they were words that I already knew. So it was pretty easy for me to tackle it. And I guess at the end of the day, the goal was to introduce language in a way for my son to be able to pick up on the things that I got the opportunity to learn in my community.
0: That's so good. When it comes to how people have received your work, tell us the reaction that you've had, who's reading, all of those sorts of things.
1: Uh, So the reaction to things has actually been really surprising for me because when I set out to put this book out into the world, what I had thought was that other um, Anishinaabe families would pick it up, take it home and read it with their families. But what I found is that a lot of teachers are bringing it into their classrooms um, to add into their curriculum to talk about um the indigenous nations that are in the territory that we live in a lot of uh, libraries are using it for programming for things like earth day and um, a lot of non-indigenous families are introducing it into their fa- or into their homes as well to kind of like introduce their kids to uh the beautiful variety of indigenous languages that we have in this territory so it's been really cool um i think one of the best things for me is seeing um, other Anishinaabe kids come up to me really excited to see their language in a book. I think that's probably the most rewarding thing for me.
0: Of all of those things, you just named a whole lot of things that sound very rewarding. <laughs> it's the kids who are coming up who are making, you know, putting the biggest smile on your face.
1: Absolutely. I mean, um, I just, I just did a book festival uh, this past weekend in um, Upper Michigan, which is still Anishinaabe territory. And there was a little boy who ran up to me after I had been talking about uh, my books. And I talked about introducing ourselves in the language and he came up and he was so excited to hear um, an author in his school speaking his language to him. And I just, it was probably one of the most heartwarming things that I've experienced in my time creating picture books.
0: What is it like to know that there are now so many people doing so many different things to bring back languages that, let's face it, we could have been in danger of losing?
1: It's it's really, really heartwarming. It feels really special, Um, I think. I think having so many people working towards language revitalization is, it's it's beautiful. Like, I mean, especially approaching um, National Day of Truth and Reconciliation Day on Saturday to um, even be able to sit here with you on the radio talking about language revitalization is so cool. It's something that, you know, even just 10 years ago, I couldn't have ever dreamed that this would be something that's happening, right?
0: So let's talk. You have a new book out, came out Tuesday.
1: Tell us yes. about it. Um, So this is actually my first time illustrating someone else's words. Um, so I'm the illustrator. The author is Carol Lindstrom, who's a New York Times bestseller. She's the author of We Are Water Protectors. And the book that just came out on Tuesday is called Autumn Peltier Water Warrior. And it is a picture book biography about Autumn Peltier and Josephine Mandamin to Anishinaabe water activists, pretty well known up in this area. Um, and it talks about the importance of water and protecting water for all seven generations and for plants and animals. And it's a really, really beautiful way to get kids um, inspired to use their voices and speak up for the things that matter to them.
0: We're talking with Bridget George, and Bridget, as she mentioned, has just illustrated a brand new book, but is also a children's book author, member of the Kettle and Stony Point First Nation. When you talk about that topic, how big that topic is, how far-reaching that topic is, especially among Indigenous communities, is, is there hope that, you know, that can certainly lead to Young people right now growing up and saying, look, we're the ones now here. We we have to make a change because there have been a lot of people who've tried to change things and we're still working toward it.
1: I mean, a hundred percent. I think it's really important to empower kids as the next generation coming up, and for them to know that there's people out there like Autumn who started water advocacy at just eleven years old and was able to stand in front of the prime minister and speak about things that were important to her. It's, I think, it's really, really powerful for kids to see someone their own age reflected back to them as being a world changer. Because I mean, I, I truly think Autumn is, and I think this book's really, really special. Okay, so give us the title one more time so we can look for it. It is Autumn Peltier Water Warrior. And where can we find it? Um, So you can find it anywhere books are sold. Every major book retailer in Canada carries it. But if I can encourage everybody to head to Good Minds, it is an Indigenous-owned bookshop. And all of the purchases that are made through Good Minds will actually go into a fund that helps uh, First Nation public libraries and put books into the hands of kids and communities that may not have access to uh, libraries otherwise.
0: Bridget, congratulations on the success you have had, and thank you for spending some time with us. Thank you so much. That is Bridget George.